The galaxy is burning. Brother fights brother. And treason splits the Imperium of Man. This is the Age of Darkness. Whether you're a warrior of the Legiones Astartes, an adept of the Mechanicum, or just a mere mortal in a universe of madness, you'll find a place here. Welcome to the Remembrancer's Retreat, coming to you from within the depths of the Vengeful Spirit. Hello once again to the Remembrancer's Retreat Podcast, a Warhammer 30k Horus Heresy and Specialist Games Podcast. My name is Jesse, I'm here tonight with Austin and Steven. What's going on, guys? Hello. Eh, nothing too terrible. I got uh, some minis in today, which is very exciting, always fun. As did I. Uh, I actually have a lot of things in the mail coming. I've got more minis, I've got nameplates for titans. It's good times. Nice. Yeah, had a whole bunch of... Uh, Space Wolf stuff finally arrived the other day, uh, which is exciting because now I'm going to do a Space Wolf Breacher Squad, which is just Gray Slayers with combat shields because that's better than a Breacher Squad. Yeah, well. Uh, Tried real hard to convince myself it wasn't better, but it is because Gray Slayers are the best troop choice in the game. Uh, And then had a pile of tiny samurai come in. So uh, last episode, we went through the universal rules for the Dark Angels, Legionus Astartes, the, uh, the Hexagrammaton, and the Hecastanic. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You were doing it so I'm well so pre-recording. Uh, on our Discord, uh, the Andrew the Arcana episode all over again. <laughs> Andrew oh, <N>. no. <laughs> uh, Andrew N. on our Discord was uh, gracious enough to uh, help us out with the pronunciation of of that word, which I'm pulling up right now. Uh, he is actually a first-generation Greek immigrant, so he was able to give us some insight. Um, so for some entomology, entomology, I'm just going to just... In- entomology? Entom- entomology? It's either insects or linguistics. Or it's one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> and they're basically interchangeable, so it's fine. It's true. Yeah, so it was very interesting. Uh, the first half of the word, hecaton, is Greek for 100. The second half, stika, kind of means skilled in the verb this suffix is attached to. So based on that, the hecatonistica are the hundred specializations of the different hosts of the original First Legion. So yeah, thank you, Andrew, for uh, pointing that out, and I thought that was really neat. And And he wrote it out phonetically for us. Yep. So our atrocious pronunciation, because neither of us speak Greek, uh, (laughs) has now been, well, I won't say fully corrected, because I'm, I'm sure we're just not, but it's 100% better than it was. So thank you for that, Andrew. Hecatonistica. All right. So with that out of the way, we're going to skip the rights of war due to the fact that they're going to call out different Legion units that we haven't talked about yet. And to make it as clean as possible, we're going to go through those first. That way we can go back to the rights of war we can reference stuff that we've already talked to. Inner Circle Knight Cenobium at 275 points. The Dark Angels Legion plays host to a multitude of ciphered orders, chambers militant concealed within the panoply of the Legion and dedicated to preservation and perfection of a singular doctrine of war. Within each of these orders, the most dedicated warrior adepts are charged with the station of Cenobite and granted the right to beat the cipher, bear the cipher, and charge of the order, 
to fight in the forefront of those battles that require the hard-worn skills harbored within each of these secretive cells. So, the Cenobium had a few different uh, updates when it was a PDF. It went through, like, I want to say there was like three different changes. But with this being the official in-print book... Yeah, there was a like a, there was the initial release and a stealth update and another stealth update. Right. And uh, so with that, the this final print I guess is kind of the be all end all until we get an FAQ if they decide to change it. But one of the biggest things is on the stealth update one or stealth update two, they gave the sergeant the preceptor two wounds. Uh, now in this official print, they are he is back to one wound. So these terminators are one wound. The stat lines. For the Cenobites, go as Weapon Skill 5, Ballistic Skill 4, Strength 4, Toughness 4, 1 Wound, Initiative 4, 2 Attacks, Leadership 9, and a 2-Up Save. They're in uh, Cataphracty Terminator Armor. Uh, the Preceptor is same stat line, other than the fact it has Weapon Skill 6 instead of 5, and Leadership 10 instead of 9. Uh, basic Composition is 4 Cenobites with 1 Preceptor. They are all characters. They are all uh, equipped with Cataphracty Pattern Terminator armor. They all have Tyrannic Greatswords and are equipped with Plasma Casters. They are stubborn. They have Adamantium Will and are Order Exemplars. And Inner Circle Knight Cenobium numbering 5 models may take a Land Raider Phobos or Spartan if 10 models or fewer. Which means I guess they could take a 10 models regardless, right? Or yes. they could take a Spartan if they had five to begin with. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where, like, hey, if you permanently attach somebody to them, don't give them a Spartan. I, I don't know what that means. Uh, I mean, for that I would be do, the unit, though. So, I do really like Order Exemplars, though. That is a sweet rule. Mm-hmm. Yep, Order Exemplars, which we mentioned in the Hecatonistica, last one, that effectively means that... Uh, yeah, we'll get eh. Yeah, order exemplars. When an inner circle knight synobium is selected, but before play has begun, as part of a Legionis Astartes army, a single option from the Scions of the Hecatonistica special rule must be selected for the unit. All models in that inner knight circle synobium gain the chosen option for no additional points cost. I like the fact that they mention in this designer's note, because I know you and I talked about this specifically, Austin, when we covered these rules before. It says, in general, this option should be selected before knowing what an opponent intends to field, and in tournament or campaign play should not be changed between games. Ideally, the option chosen should be reflected by the icons and insignia on the models themselves. Because I know we speculated before, like, do we get to change these or select these before each game during a tournament or an event? And personally, I thought it was yes, just due to the fact of the wording, and I kind of figured, you know, they're all about, you know, changing up tactics and things but nope no each guy Individual is real good sounds. at that one thing and yeah. if you know that one thing isn't what you need tough luck that's what he's real good at that's what he's gonna do <laughs> yep so it's kind of like uh, veterans with their tactics yeah but i do like that second the second bit of this rule which is in addition such as the superlative skill of the inner circle knights that they may make Overwatch attacks despite being equipped with cataphracty pattern Terminator armor. <laughs> what are they equipped with again? A plasma caster. Uh-oh. Uh, what does a plasma caster do? 
12-inch range, strength 4, AP2 Assault 2 ignores cover Plasma Flame. What's Plasma Flame, you ask? When making an Overwatch attack, any failed-to-hit rolls may be re-rolled. <laughs> what a combo. Um, fuck! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, charge him and just get hosed down with Plasma. And not the Get Hots kind, either. Yeah, just sweet, um, sweet AP2. Yeah, that... That's real ungentlemanly. <laughs> real I like ungentlemanly. this designer's note here uh, because Jesse, you've built the the kit by now, and it does come with a lot of like little odds and ends and, and doodads, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, effect. I mean, uh, it has uh, actually no. It doesn't really all have any extra special stuff other than uh, the assault launcher for the sergeant. Oh, well. Everything else is pretty much the same. Yeah. Well. Oh well. I mean, it's so more, it's, more conversion opportunities. Yep, and it's transfers yep. that are gonna get you on that one. Yes, I I will be studying the uh, icons of the Dark Angels, <laughs> and woe betide you, Jesse, if you try to bring a uh, Hecatonistica that is not the one depicted on your models. <laughs> I will shake my finger at you. For shame. Yeah, you thought demon opponents had a lot to keep up with. <laughs> uh, in addition to round off this uh, unit, uh, the Snowbeam can take up to five additional order Cenobites for a total of ten at 45 points each. Any model in the unit may exchange their Tyrannic Greatsword for a Thunder Hammer for free. And the Order Perceptor may take a Grenade Harness for five points and a Digital Laser for ten points. The Digital Laser is hilarious. The thunder hammer. I think you're trying too hard if you give him a thunder hammer. Why do you like, say? Like I know that? the tyrannic greatsword. Well, because the tyrannic greatsword, yeah, it's only AP three, um, but it's strength what plus two. Yes. Yeah, strength plus two, melee, two handed, instant death. So you only really need that thunder hammer if you decide to what go dreadnought hunting. These guys aren't here they're for hunting tanks, dreadnoughts. Tanks in general, or you're, tanks you're... in general, but they're not here for it. No, like they have true. low strength AP two and instant death greatswords. Which I mean, if you take the augers of weakness and give you a plus one to strength when you're taking on uh, armor penetrations of eleven or higher, yeah, that makes them strength seven. That'll get the job done if you know there's a bunch of rhinos you think you're worried about. But these guys aren't made to fight contemptors or land raiders or Spartans or anything like that. They're made to go after the enemy's elite unit. Or just swarms of guys in three-up armor, right? Multi-wound yep. or guys in three-up armor. They'll suffer a little bit uh, against other Terminators, I feel. Because even though they'll be hitting all of them on threes because of their sword bonus, uh, they are still only AP3, and that's a bummer. But you don't charge those units. You hose them with AP2 Assault 2 Plasma. Plasma casters, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You'll only that's get that's one for, shot sure. to do it, but that'll even the odds, certainly, and then you can just swarm them. Um, so, yeah, not vehicle hunters, but, God, are they real nasty to literally anything uh, with a wound characteristic. That fucking instant death, man. And like I said, it's special because they can because they can take the Hecatonistica Scion rules as a group. It kind of changes the dynamic of looking at those rules for an, an, uh, an individual independent character. 
Mm-hmm. Like when you give a whole unit one of these things, like yeah, you can like hunters can of beasts, some... and just re-rolling wounds against toughness, higher toughness uh, models and whatnot. And it's instant death. It's yeah. so ungentlemanly. <laughs> Fuck you, big demons. I guess. Right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. you can. I'm, I'm just now kind of. They do pay. It's just it. now kind of dawning on me. But you can double up on scion rules for these guys, can't you? Between scions of hexagrammaton and scions of hecatonistica. Hecatonistica. I mean, you can get a, throw a character in there too and really go to town. Due to the rules, like you can only have one hecatonistica rule. Right, but you can have. Can you have scion of the hexagrammaton? Yeah, yeah, With because the they subtype. Yeah, yeah, because of the fact that they they have. Yeah, they can take an option from scions of the hecatonistica, and then because they're entirely Legion of Stars and Dark Angels, they can take a scion of the hexagrammaton. They can take or, multiples because they're all yeah. characters. No, Scion of the Hecatonistica is independent character only. Ah. They're not independent characters. They're just regular characters. Right, okay, I'm sorry. We're oh, back I see. So Hecatonistica I... for independent characters, Hexagrammaton for regular characters and independent characters. Right. But Order's Exemplar gives them a Hecatonistica rule despite not being independent characters. Correct. That's true. But they You're all right. have to take right. the same one. Right. So it's so a then, bunch of shenanigans is what I'm seeing And then here. because they are... Uh, characters, mm-hmm. they can buy a hexagrammaton scion rule for 25 points. Mm-hmm. Each one could if you really want to shell all that price out. <laughs> I mean, you can give them different ones. Yes. Maximum rule of cool. Yep, because you can have multiple hexagrammaton rules uh, represented in a single unit. So if you wanted to spend, what is that, 150 points. Yeah, I mean, they how could cool have is it? the entirety of the hexagrammaton rules, and then yeah. a hecatonistica rule, and then presumably another hecatonistica rule when you shove that praetor in there. <laughs> yeah, well, because I mean, a lot of and these... then it's a seven hundred point unit for okay, eleven the hec- guys. Hecatonistica only uh, covers that in single character. Well, some well, some of them are. Um, other than uh, some of them are are I join now you get the effect thing like hatred only guardians of sanctity now with the hexagrammaton the scions those yes a lot of those yes. confer to the unit yeah like yeah. scions of so the fire wing hatred and then you add uh, slayers of kings good lord <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of rudeness there there's a I mean, lot of rudeness you're paying for it so hard but uh, I mean guardians yeah. of sanctity seems I mean, I guess there's way more psychers now than there used to be, so not terrible, but certainly the weakest one. Yeah, but when you need a psyker to be shut down, boy, do you need that psyker to be shut down. Icons of Resolve plus uh, Scions of the Stormwing is kind of cool. So you get plus one attack for being charged, and then you resolve your rerollable Overwatch shots at BS2. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Stormwing uh Cenobium. That's actually not a bad uh, combo there. I sh- I I really enjoy the um the the minutia and the detail in that the Dark Angels rules have kind of given you a good reason to be super extra on your heraldry. 
And Lord, do you pay right? for it. <laughs> I I paid 100 points for these four upgrades. Yeah. Goddamn right I painted them accordingly. Yeah, finally, right. a reward for being super, super extra when painting your models. <laughs> this is the army for Will. Will does Will does like his precision, heraldic, yeah. historically accurate model. Yeah, and, uh, I we could. Pr- it probably wouldn't take too much to push him over the edge. And instead, he what's he doing? Painting iron hands. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I would not to jump on the bandwagon, but I do really want to play Trader Dark Angels now, specifically like Malal Trader Dark Angels. How cool would that be? Stormwing Malal worshippers. I mean, the color scheme is already there, right? Just yeah. black and bone, black and black bone, black and bone. Uh, heaven, heaven preserve yeah. me. I uh, I came very close in the heyday of my youth, you know, picking my first real Space Marine army to doing Dark Angels, and uh, they call to me. They call to me. <laughs> oh, you have but to. I know. You'll have I know to melt down your Rust model if you do. I well, here's the thing. I. I know about myself that I can only paint gray space marines. I've I've had an awesome idea for like an Alpha Legion army, never got off the ground. Awesome idea uh, for a Black Shield Emperor's Children army. Again, five models painted, that was the end of it. Just every other plan I have, like Death Guard, I, I have a model of that I test painted. Eh, a Battlefleet Heresy fleet. I painted like three Death Guard cruisers and they didn't do it for me. Mortals, I can have a million different mortal armies and be infinitely pleased the entire time. But if you have two hearts and a fused chest cage, you just have to be the Vilka Fenrica. <laughs> or one of those proto legions. Mm, mm. That's true. I could get a bunch of, uh, try and find a bunch of Mark I Thunder Armor and <laughs> two Tark Angels that way. Just the Legion. There you go. Be pretty cool. Sounds like you just have your. Sounds like you get your uh, your plan. I've got two more militia armies to do between now and then, though. So we'll <laughs> see what happens. Uh, so what's next on the docket? Uh, next one is the Deathwing Companion Detachment, which is a pretty beefy one. Either you want to take this one. I'll I'll, I'll do it. Deathwing Companion Detachment, one hundred and fifty points. And this is the one that a lot of people have seen uh, photos of by now because they've been kind of marketed to hell and back. Which are going on sale this Friday, too. Yep, yep. Or, you know, last Friday if you're listening to this now. Uh, The finest warriors and longest-serving veterans among the Deathwing form the ranks of the Companions. Each such detachment sworn by the most stringent oaths to ensure the survival of those officers placed under their charge. Most famous among the companions are those that have taken a death blow meant for their charge and survived. Such warriors are granted the right to wear bone white armor in recognition of their selfless devotion to the Legion. Uh, these guys are pretty choppy. All right, they come at weapon skill five. Uh, that's all of them, sergeant included. Um, really, not a whole lot that's wild about them compared to other space marine units as far as stat wise goes um other than the deathwing oath bearer the sergeant equivalent has two wounds uh they all have two attacks and they all have two up armor uh they come standard four dudes and uh one sergeant 
They all have... Uh, oh, hey, the uh, sergeant is a character, as always. Neat. Uh, so, they come with Artificer Armor. They can take a Tyrannic Greatsword, which is what we uh, saw over there with the Cenobiums. Or... And if if you hadn't listened to the first episode, they're Strength Plus 2, AP 3, Two-Handed Instant Death. Yep, so... Uh, or they can take a Calibanite Warblade, uh, which you're going to have to tell me what that is. A cal- uh, Calibanite Warblade is basically a plus one strength power sword. It's strength plus one, AP three. Neat. Melee. Uh, they come with bolters and bolt pistols, frag and crack grenades, and this is interesting. The sergeant comes with a refractor field. I did not notice that earlier. Yeah, he's just, just no he substitute. That's awesome. For yeah, your stand-in he's, he's challenge a- mook. He's really good at, uh, at, you know, protecting dudes and challenges. Because normally, you know, you use your sergeant to absorb a challenge you really don't want to fight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this guy can not only survive, but he can kill you back. He can Just win really most of those challenges him. with that tyrannic greatsword. Like, instant yeah. death. All right. I was fucking around with that. I've been saying for a really long time uh, that the Galvorbach Dark Martyr is the best sergeant equivalent in the game. Uh, And I like to use him a lot to hunt down an enemy warlord, challenge them, and then instant kill them with a strength 10 power fist. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this guy can just bounce that off his built-in five up and then swing back with a tyrannic greatsword and murder him instantly. He's got three wounds, but who cares? And let's not forget, this guy can be a scion of the hexagrammaton. Yeah, <laughs> they're already built in. Uh, they're already built in scions of the Deathwing. Just, yeah, but I mean, he specifically can also take one because he's a character, or is yeah, he forced to take true. scion of the Deathwing? I think he is forced to take it due to the fact that they they had the scions of the Deathwing Deathwing rule. Hmm. Yeah, if all models and, in and it they are death, then... it's the whole uh, unit is a Deathwing unit. So uh, I feel like I, I would be... say probably probably locked in with Deathwing there, um, but he's he's gonna swing uh, before single option from the falling. Fine, <laughs> he is gonna swing uh, before just with either his Tyrannic Greatsword or the Warblade. He's gonna swing before uh, just about any close combat sergeant or close combat character who's probably wielding like a power axe or a power fist or, or something else that's probably unwieldy. Well, even if he's not. He's weapon skill five, so as long as his opponent is also weapon skill five, yep, it like he's still got that advantage in the ch- in the combat. He's- yep. Uh, so they have the Legion of Stardust Dark Angels. They have chosen warriors, which again, they all count as characters for the purpose of issuing and accepting challenges. Which is really fun to think about that maybe you've got a a combat Dark Angels commander right, and he goes in with his Death Wings and he goes to fight some other commander's army or uh, squad and the two commanders are dueling the sergeants are dueling apothecaries getting chopped down by some other companion just duels everywhere uh scions of the deathwing they do have which as a reminder uh, any model with this special rule may reroll the first failed to hit roll of any phase while engaged in a challenge so that's one reroll uh Per phase, at least. Have and, uh, they queued that at all? I, so, like, they have two attacks each. Say they charge. They each get three attacks. Do I roll each of those models individually? 
to ensure I, the proper reroll, or do I get five rerolls? I mean, how do you do it when you swing fire drakes with all their mastercraft? Fuck if I know. Keep in mind, it's in a challenge, so it is going to be individual. Oh, rolls that's fair. So with. there is only going to be uh, one challenge yeah. going on, no matter what yeah. you're doing. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Yes. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. Uh, Deathwing retinue. So <clears throat> over here, uh, a Deathwing companion detachment may only be chosen as a retinue for a Legion Praetor with the Legionas Astartes Dark Angels or a Legion Special character with the Warlord and Legionas <laughs> Astartes Special Rules and may not be taken as part of an army on their own. Interesting. They take up a single force organization chart with that Praetor and must be deployed with the Praetor of the detachment for which they are bought. Once deployed, the Legion Praetor or Legion Special character may not voluntarily leave the Deathwing Companion Detachment. So it's which very is, similar to a command squadron, other than the fact that you can't split them up like you could in a normal generic one. Yeah, yes. it's command squad that has to go, like, they're not leaving. Unless Russ tackles you out of a 10-story building. I mean, Then, then they get yeah. left behind. But yeah, it, what are the odds, right? It'd be like that sometimes. So these guys uh, um, can also take a uh, Rhino or Land Raider Proteus as a dedicated transport, which is yep. like, eh. That's fine. I mean, most of the time your combat monkeys are riding in a Land Raider or an airplane or a drop pod or something. Yeah, so. but I like a Phobos so you can assault out of it. Oh, Proteuses. Huh. Interesting. Huh. But, um, let's see. Yeah. That's uh, about, uh, before we get too far ahead of us. Oh, no, we'll go keep going through the options. Yeah. So uh, the, the companion detachment can take up to five more dudes at 30 points each. Pricey. You can take Meltabombs for everybody for 25 points. Pretty good. Anybody in the unit may exchange their greatsword or warblade for a power fist for a measly five points. <laughs> Any model in the unit may exchange their bolter for a combi weapon, a plasma pistol, or a... Cytheron or Cytheron? I think it's Cytheron pattern ages. Yeah, a fancy power shield for 10 points each, which is pretty cheap considering what you can do with it. Yeah, so the Cytheron pattern ages, um, it's got a wall of text for its rules, but we'll go through this here. A creation of the long-lost city of Cytheron on Mercury, these devices are based upon the power fields that once held at bay the ferocity of Sol itself. The Cytherian Pattern Aegis can be used in one of two ways. It can either provide the bearer with a 4-plus invulnerable save against shooting attacks and a 5-plus invulnerable save against melee attacks, or it can be deployed. The controlling player may choose to deploy the Cytherian Pattern Aegis at the end of any of their own movement phases. The unit must be deployed on the table and not embarked upon a transport vehicle of any kind, as long as at least two models in the unit are equipped with Cytherian Pattern Aegis. While deployed... The entire unit gains a 4-up invulnerable save against shooting attacks and a 5-up invulnerable save against melee attacks, and any models engaging the unit in assault have their initiative reduced by negative 1. However, while deployed, the models equipped with Cytherian Pattern Aegis may neither make shooting or melee attacks. The controlling player may choose to end the deployment at the start of any of their own movement phases, or if the number of Cytherian Pattern Aegis equipped models in the unit drops below 2, the effect immediately ends. Can we talk about how good this is? That's Let's a talk about it. 
Let, let's not let's let's even skip over for the nonce that it gets a four up in vulnerable save against shooting and a five up in melee. That's great and all. But the real kicker here is that they reduce the enemy's initiative by one. I would so like what to disagree is, with that. I don't know. That, that's me, the real let kicker. Finish. Let me finish. So what you have here uh, is a unit that comes along with your pretty Praetor. And, you know, me, honorable Space Wolf player that I am, run at them with my Praetor. And my Praetor goes, ha I will challenge you. Here is my Paragon Blade and my Titanic Space Wolf testicles. Let's do this thing. Uh, and Jesse, man that he is, says, all right, I accept with my Oath Bearer. And I respond, the fuck? All right, let's do this. Except now he's hitting me on threes and swings first with a weapon that causes instant death. <laughs> Oops. I mean, that's all, that's scary, right? That's really good. That's durable. But here's what I think is the kicker. It's 10 points. 20. 20 points. No, no. You need two. In- you need two. Well, just to just to have a four up invulnerable save. Like just looking at the I mean, just for the, the guy oh, himself. Yeah, yeah, just the guy holding it. Four up invulnerable save against um against shooting, five up in combat, five up is still the same as a refractor field. So you're and paying the like points for a refractor field, but you're getting the save of an iron halo. Except you can't charge. Just to have it? Right, because you throw it down. No, 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 just, no, no, no. Still move when you have it? Yeah, yeah, just carrying it around. You've got a four-up invuln save. Oh, because that grants it to the whole. No, 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 no. Jesus, they, just each individual bearer. can get a four-up invuln save for ten points by holding the shield. And I'd also like to point out sure. that this yeah. does not say that you can't, you know, get you don't get the attacks. extra attack like you would with like a boarding a shield, shield or something. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're wailing That's this fair. with a Calvinite Warblade and a pistol, you still get your extra attack. And yeah, the only it's... thing you give up for uh, it is a bolter. Uh, oh, you do switch you... out the bolter? Yeah, you switch out the bolter, but you're not which... taking these guys to, yeah. to sit which there and didn't shoot. you want anyway. I mean, yeah. Christ. Oh, your bolter, not your bolt pistol. Yeah, your bolter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, one shot at 24 inches. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I know the reason why it's this cheap. It's because you can upgrade the Terminator armor, and they have to. No, they don't have to, even if you bring a Terminator guy. Wait, you, you just get the option. The Terminator? <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even see that. Terminator has Terminator armor um, of any type. The squad may exchange their war gear for a set of Terminator armor of the same type. Uh, if one member does it, everybody has to be the same way and have access to the following options rather than those shown previously. Yeah, they oh, do not get the I ages. take it back. They don't get the... Uh, they don't get the fancy shields if you give them Terminator armor. Correct. That's a downer. Yeah. That's a bummer. Fuck. Because you still want that minus one initiative, man. That's, yeah. That's where my life is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, moves... but but for for sweet sweet flavor, Terminator Deathwing companions is cool as shit. Yes, it is. You're right. Well, Jesse, you know what this means. <laughs> oh, you don't. Well, no. Look, even better. Uh, any model. So if you're a Terminator, right? Any model in the unit may exchange their combi bolter for combi grenade launcher with stasis shells. Yes. Oh, and never that's mind. What I wanted there's, to talk about. There's the problem right there. Yeah, you don't yeah, need the shield. Twelve points. Look at that. <laughs> so, yeah. fuck. 
That's so not if, even an extra upgrade. That comes standard with the grenade launcher. Yeah, I yep. mean, if they, oh, that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> it comes with stasis frag. And, I mean, it is only... How does how does now, combi work in this situation? Do you only fire one of them, or do you get to fire each of them once? You only get to fire one, but with combi grenade launchers, they do not have a single use. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, combi Voltkite and combi grenade launchers have now, multiple uses. That being said, you could Rude give... Fuck. <laughs> let me make sure I'm talking about this right, because I believe, uh, yes, if they have a grenade launcher... Okay, okay, so they can't be on combi... Well... No, a combi grenade launcher still counts as a grenade launcher, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even if you guys were in artificer armor, for five points you can give a guy with a combi grenade launcher because they can take a combi weapon. And with stasis shells, when they hit, that whole unit goes to initiative one. Yeah, for which is better than negative one. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Fuck. Yeah. And comes the Deathwing Terminator companions with stasis shells. Oh. It's official. These guys will only be fighting uh, my Keenlings when I play demons <laughs> against them. Finally, something that can give the Death Sworn what for. <laughs> ah, but will they give the Death Sworn what for, though? Will I they? I would like to hope so. I don't we've, know. We've all said it before, and uh, been sorely and yet it has yet to happen. We're going to have to play this out one day, Austin. <laughs> we, we will. All right, so Mia, before we get too off track with the Terminators... I think we said any model in the unit may exchange your combi bolter for combi plasma or combi melta. Mm -hmm. Wait a second. Combi plasma? Yeah. Wait a second. These Terminators can take plasma weapons. I don't think they could take... Wait, could Terminators take combi weapons before besides combi bolters? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where they get the plasma from. So Uh last episode, I mentioned that uh, Terminators don't have plasma weapons other than a plasma blaster. But you're right. They can take a combi weapon with Surprise. a combi plasma. Mm-hmm. But then they could exchange that for the uh, plasma repeater, I believe it was. Oh, a plasma oh, weapon or a plasma by. gun. Okay, so yeah. No, no, they cannot take plasma guns. Yeah. Okay, yep. <clears throat> so Terminator can't take a plasma gun. That's where it was off the... Okay. Yeah, or twinling plasma gun. There Getting too excited here. You don't <laughs> want to give them a plasma <laughs> burner at all. Yeah. No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But that is real good. Um, but yeah, they can also take Tyrannic Great Swords for free, Power Fists for five points, or Thunder Hammer for free. See, now the hammering, that's where it's... Hammers with Stasis. Yes. That's, I think that's the thats the power move, because it doesn't matter if you're swinging last. I, so are they. I still don't like a Thunder Hammer over the Tyrannic Great Sword or Calibonite Warblade. Really? Like, I... That AP2, though... I guess if you give them combi melters and then just go a dedicated tank hunting. If you're swinging a yeah, thunder hammer at strength I mean, eight, it's going to be instant death for nearly all your uh, marine equivalents anyway. True. Yeah, and that's really kind of for it's for hunting uh, greater demons and primarchs. <laughs> they don't need to hunt greater demons with a thunder hammer. You use a tyrannic greatsword, AP or instant death. Good night. <laughs> yeah, but maybe you've maybe you've made some sort of egregious mistake and you don't have any sword bits left. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh so my goodness Jesus these guys could just pile the iron circle and part and just reeve through the iron circle like they're not even yeah. there yeah it's a problem no <laughs> oh and my the, goodness the, the, All right. the dark angels are the great fuck you to anybody with more than one wound without <laughs> eternal warrior 
Uh, they um, do have one more fun fact, though. Well, we're almost there. Almost there. All right. Uh, any model in the unit can change their Kami Bolter and Warblade for twin lightning claws, because why not? Uh-huh. Yay, yeah. lightning claws. Yay. Yeah, many not. reasons why not. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, Oath Bearer can take a grenade harness for 10 points, and obviously you will. Uh, Deathwing Terminator Companion Detachment may take a Land Raider Proteus as long as they're numbering five models or fewer, which let me know how you get fewer than five models. And may yeah, not take a rhino you're... in case you were thinking about sticking a Terminator in a rhino. Yeah, how, what? How does the how does Somebody Proteus was. work? Because they come five and they have to be with a friend. Yes. Well, I mean the detachment doesn't include the independent character. Right, but they can't ride around in the in the rhino the, or the 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 Land Raider. The Proteus has a capacity of ten. Oh, I see. Yeah. Ah. They start off at ten, at well, least as far as transport capacity that's is true. concerned. So, yeah, that's going to have to get FAQ'd. Look, just somebody takes a takes a day off. <laughs> Although you don't have to ride in it, so I guess you could buy the Land Raider. I thought you had to start in a dedicated transport. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Because one, one of the heresy uh, missions specifically has everybody who has transport starts outside of them. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's... Uh, it's in, it's a basic black book one, or okay. a red book one. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. But uh, I guess you could buy it, give it all las cannons, give it the augury web, stick it somewhere else, and then let the terminators go do other things. <laughs> it's not the worst idea in the world. Yeah. Somebody I, rode on the roof. It's fine. Yeah. It's con. The con did it, and he rode a rhino. <laughs> <laughs> so it's r- fine. Also, like I also said, there is one last special rule. The the Death Sworn Companions, which if you want to take that, Austin. Ah, so any model with the independent character special rule that joins the unit with the Death Sworn Companion special rule cannot be targeted by use of the Precision Shot or Precision Strike special rule. Uh, Deathwing Companions and Oath Bearers automatically pass any lookout sir tests they are called upon to take. <laughs> Yikes. Which, like, Precision Shots don't happen an awful lot. And, like, even when you have sniper fire, you yeah. shouldn't be trying to snipe out a Praetor. Like, snipe out the damn apothecaries and uh, standard bearers like you're supposed to. But it's a fun, like, it's a it's a flavorful bit of text that I like a lot. The lookout sir test, though, that's real upsetting for me. Uh, because when my Medusa battery drops the hate down onto this unit, I want the Praetor dead. <laughs> and that's just not going to happen now until they're all dead, but they all are going to have a four-up invul save because Jesse will refuse to not, and it'll just, it, it'll, that's a lot we'll of have to be ungentlemanly rules. and just give them the bayonet <laughs> with 40 screaming mortals. That's and my then you have the stasis shells. We'll see how that goes. My answer to this unit is 40 screaming mortals. Well, so <laughs> interestingly enough, interestingly enough, precision strikes is relatively hard to come by, but this is like a specific big middle finger to Primarchs, uh, custodian characters, and Janisha Kroll. Janisha Kroll especially. Yeah, I mean... Because at least the other two had a chance of winning the combat without it. (laughs) Janisha Kroll is already in trouble because she's in combat with Deathwing Companions. But, like, you're not going to just suicide bomb out a Praetor 
with your fancy character assassin. Is the point. Yep, it's true. Yikes. Yeah, and like I said, they're coming up here on sale very soon, and the models themselves are just gorgeous. Like, they really bridge the gap between 30K and 40K for me. They are they are beautiful. And I like, so the, when it goes back to the the fluff where it says, hey, they get bone-white armor in recognition of their selfless devotion to the Legion when they take a, a death blow for their buddy. If you look at the models, <laughs> the bone isn't universal. Mm-hmm. So it's not that some have it and some don't. It's that everybody has it in a different spot. So is that like the part of their armor they had to get replaced because, you know, they took a power claw to the leg? We don't know. Then why are some of their helmets white? What happened there? I love Sometimes it. I love you every get bit hit of it. with a power fist. I mean, I will I will also say if they took a death blow for someone else, like that death blow wasn't aimed toward them. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So I mean, a death blow towards something that a oh, yeah, target no, they, may not be the they, as lethal to them. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, but I do like what this means for the 40k uh, version mm-hmm. of the Deathwing, because they're all bone. And the old fluff, I don't know what it is, but there was a no, the recruiting planet, and the, yep. yeah. Well, I don't know know if this is still the correct fluff for I, it. I think it is still with the it Tyranid is. invasion. Yeah, the, there's a Gene Tyranid invasion, invasion or a Gene Stealer invasion, and they saved the whole planet and they repainted their whole all the Deathwing everywhere repainted their armor bone white in honor of these like four or five poor bastards. But if they were still using this scheme at the time, it was a whole company. It was the entire first company of the uh, of the Deathwing. Just that like oh, died. Oh, everybody got fucked up. So, uh, well, where yeah. did you get hit in your battle against the Gene Stealers? At fucking everywhere, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Took a rending claw to bone, the everywhere. Bone for bone for everything, yeah. which I I like a lot. But it also means that's a lot of death blows that have been taken for their unit for their commanders. Yeah, their commanders are quite gallant, <laughs> just running around. And it's like okay. I mean, it's, it's easy to run around and be gallant when someone else takes the bullet for you. Yeah. Well, see, here's another detail that we haven't actually touched on them yet. Uh, if you want to go super ham, like, I don't know, maybe Firewing or something, if your Praetor has a jump pack, your companions can have jump packs. Where do you get that? That's not a thing. It's just the Terminator. They can't take oh, jump packs. Oh, shit. No, no, Where? no, they can. Oh, wait. I totally missed. <laughs> what? If they take a jump pack, then the Deathwing Companion Detachment may be equipped with jump packs for 15 points a model. Steven, you magnificent bastard. But if this option is taken, then the squad may no longer select a dedicated transport. And you're right. That Praetor could easily be a Firewing yep. Scion. I will <laughs> accept the gentleman from Virginia's well-worded apology in writing. Look, you'll get nothing from me in writing, and I did call you a magnificent bastard not six seconds ago. <laughs> um, well, that's fair enough. I'll take it. Yeah, that that that's just Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. yeah fuck. They all so, get hatred characters. Uh huh. Because or just that one, give them yeah. sign of the Raven Wing. No reason not to. Oh. Now here's here's where it gets a little crazy. You play some of those jump pack rites of war and give them hit and run. Oh, no, you can just give them Scion of the Ravenwing. No, no, because they come with Scion of the Deathwing. No, 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 via the character. 
Does he give a model with this special rule and any models in a unit? Oh my goodness. May reroll any run. Well, I guess that's not hit and run, but it's reroll any run, fallback, or thrust distance, which is real fucking good. Yeah. No, no. And hit and run is a completely different thing anyway. It is. But so, god damn. Yeah. You can, yeah. You can just angels start piling, or rapid angels. piling fuckery onto these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Deathwing are so cool. So, Jesse, you're going to yes. get, uh, what, four different types of these? Because you need the artificer armor type. You I might need have the to jump pack artificer. Pads. <laughs> uh, you'll need the cataphracty and you'll need the tartarus. Oh, man. Yeah, I look forward to seeing them. <laughs> yep, and they still get melt bombs, so just jump on a night and haha, so long, sucker. Man, Fuck I gotta you? get busy. Hey, speaking of which, um, yes. do stasis grenades specifically affect infantry and monstrous creatures, or can Stand they hit by. a vehicle too? Um, do, 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 do. Stasis only. All models in a unit hit by one or more of these weapons reduce their initiative to one until the so end just, of the game turn. So just hit. Yes. Doesn't yep. even have to hurt them. Correct. Nope. Just has to hit them. Correct. So if you <laughs> managed to somehow, because you can give a Praetor a combi weapon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can give that Praetor a combi grenade launcher. That's what I've done with my uh, Dark Angels in the past before this showed up. You can give your Praetor with a combi grenade launcher Stasis shells. Yes, for five points. Then give that Praetor a jump pack and Deathwing Companion detachments with melt bombs <laughs> Ping a knight with a stasis shell. Just, just drop it to initiative one. Charge. melt bombs Yes. All right, cool. Just, yes. just aware of what kind of fuckery that you're now capable of. I'm going to let that sink in there for a second. Ugh, man, my and, gal yeah. Warbach used to be I-5. <laughs> <laughs> and now here you are, a schlub with the second best sergeant equivalent in the game. Just slumming it with T5 and strength 5 and weapon skill 5 like some sort of loser. <laughs> Austin, do you want to take the firewing enigmatis? En- yeah. Do you want to enigmatis take the cabal. Thank you, yeah, sir. Yeah, why Thank not? You. So they're a fast attack choice, which I guess we haven't actually mentioned. So naturally, the Deathwing are an HQ choice and uh, the inner circle are elites just because we didn't actually say that. Yeah. Uh, but the Firewing and Admatus Cabal are fast attack. The Firewing exists to prosecute a swift and silent style of war, to smother the enemy's ability to resist, steal their will to fight with precision strikes, and gain the acquisition of key intelligence for use by other forces. The Enigmati are the foremost practitioners of this style of war, operating in small elite units, to eliminate the enemy's leaders, disrupt their lines of advance, and throw their plans into disarray. Armed and equipped with the finest weapons and equipment available, they are a deadly threat to those deemed dangerous enough by the lion to warrant their attention. So it's 150 points for three of them. It's a little weird. Uh, The Firewing Enigmati. Weapon skill 5, BS strength toughness of 4, two wounds each, initiative 5, three attacks... Leadership 10, Power Armor. They are jump infantry with the character special rule, so they can start taking all the hexagrammaton shenaniganry. Uh, they have Power Armor, Calibanite Charge Blades, Needle Pistol Shroud Bombs, an Enigmatis Pattern Jump Pack, uh, are Scions of the Firewing, so that answers that question. Uh, have Scout and have Hatred Characters. 
uh, and one model in the unit may take a grenade launcher with stasis frag and crack shells for 20 points. You cannot add additional models to this unit. Mm-hmm. It's just three guys. Yeah, three dudes, small and with elite. Three up armor. Uh, so let's see what happens here. So they have a Calibonite charge blade, uh, which is a relic weapon taken from the forgotten battlefields of the Wars of Unity and later adapted for use by Dark Angel's Calibonite initiatives. A charge blade consists of an adamantium blade woven with charge conduits and linked to a high capacity charge cell. During combat, the charge cell can be activated to supercharge the blade's power field and heat the adamantium blade to temperatures capable of melting conventional armor. Though potent in combat, the weapon can overheat, causing the charge cells to rupture and leave the wielder little more than a charged ru- <laughs> charred ruin. Uh, there's strength plus one, which brings him to strength five for our purposes. AP three with the melee and charge blade special rule. Charge blade. At the start of any fight subphase, the controlling player may use to activate the charge cells. If this is done, uh, it affects all models in the unit with a charge blade. They gain rending and gets hot until the end of the fight subphase. That's I gotta I gotta say that's not a thing I want on my three man squad that only has power armor. It's a little concerning. Not gonna lie. It's and I I love me some plasma. I have very little fear of gets hot. It's the price of doing business. Unless there's only three of you and one of you blowing up is a 50-point waste and a leadership check. Mm. Uh, Because, like, if if you lose a guy that gets hot, you've lost the combat, essentially. Well, so I don't think these guys are really supposed to survive. Because they're only 150 points. They're not. Nine attacks on the charge. No, sorry. Nine attacks base for the whole squad. They got 12 wounds, on the charge. Three attacks. Yes. 12 attacks in the charge. They're going to hit first with initiative five. They got weapon skill five. They're, they're basically a suicide unit. Yeah. And they have, a, they have rending pistols. Those needle pistols are rending, if I'm not mistaken. But will nine of them take a Death's Horn pack? I don't think so. Why would they go after your Death's Horn yeah, pack? These when guys are because that's how else. I measure everything. <laughs> yeah, but can they're they made take to hunt Death's characters. Can they take a Death's Horn pack? No garbage. <laughs> yeah, no, these guys are made to hunt, like, the Siege Breaker who's in back with a heavy support squad, or the, the, the Librarian who's just hanging out, like, I guess doing psychic can, shit. You can just deep strike with jump packs normally, right? Yes. You don't need a special right of war for that. So that's something. Because you can fit them into real tight spaces. Yeah. So, so these well, jump packs so are, are different than typical are, ones, too. Yeah. They are special jump packs. So Rules as are, written, these don't have deep strike, but they are jump infantry. Yeah. And jump pack is in the name. Eh. I think jump infantry, does that not give them the deep strike ability? No. You have to have a jump pack. Yeah, it's a, they have a jump pack. They have an Enigmatis pattern jump pack. I I feel that qualifies. So I mean, it's, the Enig- it's there on the tin. Yeah. yeah. So the Enigmatis pattern jump pack. Uh, though appearing as little more than customized Legionis Astartes jump packs, these units rely not on sophisticated turbines and bulky cryogenic fuel, but on the brute force of plasma rockets, more similar in design to small Voidcraft engines than traditional jump packs. Not only do the plasma jets generate a far greater thrust than more traditional units, making the wearer a much more difficult target to enemy gunners, but they also produce prodigious clouds of waste fumes. Such clouds are harmless to the enhanced physiques of the Legionis Astartes, but serve to cloak their movements from the enemy. Such is the efficacy 
Tea of the Enigmati, that the Enigmati often run the units as at low power simply to generate a concealing cloud during battle. Uh, any unit that includes at least one model with the Enigmatis pattern jump pack gains a 5-up cover save and cannot be the target of Overwatch attacks if the Enigmati choose to activate their jump packs during the assault phase. That might be a saving grace. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, here's a cool thing, too. Because you they don't want to be Overwatch bombs. when there's just three of them. No. Yeah. And they have Shroud Bombs, too, which gives them stealth? I know it's defensive grenades, but it does it also give them stealth stand by while I check because if it does they have a four up cover and while I'm looking at them I know exactly if I'm playing against Austin as Dark Angels I know exactly what I'm buying Firewing Cabals for and what I'm using them for to deep strike and Uh, go murder my Medusas no I don't care about your Medusas (laughs) per se I mean yes um, but more specifically, I know that you always put your force commander in your artillery crew. I do, because that gives them a leadership of not six. Right. So <laughs> deep strike directly on top of that artillery crew. Aww. You've got the five up cover. You can't overwatch them. Maybe I got them out of line of sight from well, those I mean, AP3 if you deep strike, you can't use your. You can't charge them anyway. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're going to have go- to. They're going to have to weather a turn. How danger close the shit out of that three guys. So I will say here, so Shroud Bombs, started to jump in, Shroud Bombs do not grant uh, stealth. What they do, uh, they count as defensive grenades, but in addition, with the exception of vehicles, demons, gargantuan creatures, and units which have night vision, they must units must pass a leadership test in order to charge them. In order to charge a unit equipped with Shroud Bombs. Okay, so not quite ah, the That's why that I don't know what they do, before. because <laughs> Space Wolves do not care. Yeah. Interestingly enough, neither do Night Lords, the army that comes with Dark Angels. <laughs> I do find it interesting that they, while they have Scions of the Firewing, they also have Hatred characters by default. So it's mm-hmm. a bit redundant. But Which uh, may as well it, be... it might just be a matter of putting their rule in the in the stat box, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which really is uh, may as well just translate to Hatred Infantry. Mm-hmm. Because if you have Hatred for characters and characters are in the unit that you're fighting, you have hatred against that unit. Yeah. The whole unit. Even if those yeah. other things are Castellax. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's good. It's so I need yeah. to double-check also if stasis grenades are blast... Okay, yeah. So stasis grenades are blast weapons. As oh I was thinking, God. if you drop down, launch a sta- stasis grenade, do they last for the game turn? Let me double-check. Game turn. I thought it was for a game turn. It is game turn. So you drop down, hit him with a stasis grenade. It's like, do you sure you want to try to charge me with your initiative one? Yeah, I mean, if it's, you have to even pass a leadership check to do it. Yep. If it's Death Sworn, absolutely. <laughs> ah. yeah. But if if even if these three guys got a hold of Austin's artillery crew, they're gone. Uh, they're not pleased. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you don't die in combat, you will lose the ensuing resolution. <laughs> Looking to the colors will not save you when you're blinded by a giant lightsaber. They don't have any colors. They're the artillery. Exactly. <laughs> Just got a guy with a freaking charnable saber and faith in mankind. That's right. But I I do question their use against most other things. I mean, they'll be great for dropping in and picking off rapier batteries and stuff like that. Yeah. 
and 150 points isn't a bad co- isn't a bad price to pay to do that. There's I mean, certainly more expensive ways to do it. There are, and you could even use them as a little fire brigade, right? Like you've got a fight that looks fair. I don't want it to be fair. Throw <laughs> throw these three guys, you know. Tax squad on tax squad. We could win. We could lose. Also, here's another 150 points to tip that scale. And they're a fast attack choice. So, like, everybody's got a free fast attack slot, right? Yeah, they're not competing in the heavily coveted elite slot. Mm-hmm. Consider also maybe augmenting it with perhaps, like, a librarian or something. That's true. There's no that reason they fun. can't be joined yeah. by other dudes. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Just a thought. Yeah, a librarian. A librarian can only make them a little more durable, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Shame like a librarian. It is. That'd be cool. Um, let's move on to uh, next. Unless you got anything else you want to talk about the uh, cabal? No, I'm, I'm good. All right. Moving on yeah. to the Dreadwing Interrupters. Even among the brethren of the infamous Dreadwing, the Interrupters are a grim breed, dedicated as they are to a singular purpose the utter annihilation of the enemy. When the Interrupters attack, they leave behind no trace of those they conquer. No bodies, no ruins, nothing. They take no trophies of their victories and tell no tales of those that have fallen before them. Those consigned to death at the hands are forgotten forever. They are the Lion's ultimate sanction, his final curse for those foolish enough to stand against the First Legion. Dreadwing Interrupters come in at 160 points and is an elite slot. Uh, the Interemptors and the Interemptor Prefectus, effectively their sergeant, have uh, standard stat lines. Uh, the Prefectus has two attacks and leadership 10. Everything else is your standard Marine Affair. 444441419. Three up armor save. Uh, let's see. Comp- composition of four Interemptors and a Prefectus. They are infantry and the Prefectus is infantry character. Power armor, plasma burner. Combat weapon or chainsword, frag, crack, and rad grenades. Uh, Scions of the Dreadwing, stubborn. They may take a land raider Proteus as a dedicated transport if they number 10 models. The unit may take up to 10 extra interrupters at 30 points each. For every five models in the unit, one may exchange your plasma burner for a missile launcher with suspensor web, with rad missiles and stasis missiles for 15 points or a plasma incinerator with suspensor web for 15 points. The Interrupter Prefectus may take up to three Phosphex bombs for 10 points each. Oh boy. This is a weird squad, in that it maxes at 15. I mean, when you have that much plasma, you're going to attract a lot of firepower. You can give them all plasma incinerators, or no, one in five. So you can have three plasma incinerators, heavy D3 plus four, um, with a suspensor web, so not heavy. It's just a lie they told you. Oh, uh, I didn't even think about that. And then everyone else, assault D3 plus one, ignores cover, AP2, strength four. Uh, was that different from the original PDF then? I don't think the plasma incinerator had a suspensor web in the original PDF. I don't recall. Um, I'll keep looking. I'm going to take a look. Because <laughs> this this is a thing that I don't want getting near my death sworn. Um, yeah, these guys will mess death sworn oh. up 
They <laughs> they will fuck anyway. their whole world. Yeah. I finally got worried, uh, Austin. I, yeah, I'm officially it, a little concerned. Uh, they're all scions of the Dreadwing, which, what does that get you? Uh, we can move up to four inches instead of rolling in uh, Okay, so at least terrain. it's not Overwatch at BS2 or something utterly atrocious. No, no, no. We can put, uh, but a, I do we really... can put a Praetor in there for that. Or any, we could put a, yeah, we'll put a console in there for 50 points really just like, to give him oh, that God, BS2. You really can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, give him the, oh, oh boy. Uh, mm. <laughs> a master of signals? Just yeah. No. Pop him in the Dreadwing mm. and mm. Let, him go. Mm. let him go. Now, these are one of the only options that I've seen so far that I would actively. No, they actually do have a suspensor web, so yes, I, I'm not mm. as worried about them anymore. It's, uh, this is one of the only options I've seen so far that I would actively want to buy a Land Raider Proteus for. Um, a whole lot of Dark Angels units can take a Proteus, interestingly enough. I guess that's what I guess that's a privilege of being a survivor so, of the Dark Age. I've seen this used with these guys before and you, you don't want a Proteus. No, not even with the not I'll even with the what, Augury Web I'll tell and you Scout. Exactly what you want. What's that? You want a termite. Oh no. Why, why oh you, Christ. Why you gotta, why you gotta want a termite. Uh, why you gotta be that with way. an extra two slots to fit whatever way. console you want in there to augment them. Yeah. Just pop but, out. And um, enjoy. Enjoy the sweet sounds so two plasma of plasma burners. incinerators and eight plasma burners. Uh, that's a, which that's is a lot of plasma. That hurts. D10 or 10D3 plus 16 ignores cover. Does the math work that way? Uh, so they're all oh, yeah. D, they're oh, all yeah, 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 right. 2 so you can roll it all at the same time. There's 10 of them, so that's 10D3. You add eight for the plasma incinerators because there's two of them, D3 plus four, and then eight for the plasma burners, D3 plus one. Uh, so 10 D3 plus 16 is the number that you're you're shooting. Yeah, at I, I can't believe I missed the suspensor web part for the incinerators. That makes them a whole lot more viable than in my head was thinking. So That's the most egregiously atrocious shit I've seen in my life. <laughs> I mean, these so guys good. are effectively the war crime unit. Yeah. And, it's a, it's and, all, it shows. <laughs> and it shows. They make no about way, it. If only there was a way to get them as troops. Oh, man. Mm, yeah. Oh, no. Pay uh, attention. This do you really even need to bother with that, though? I, I mean, you bring four units of them. So take, bring them as troops, because, spoiler alert, there's a right of war that lets them take, that uh, brings them as troops. Give them all Land Raider Protei. No. Congratulations! You're running uh, armored. You're running break. You're running armored breakthrough without running armored breakthrough. Roll <laughs> up, hop termites. out, hose everybody down with plasma. Get back in your car and go home. Uh, I don't like it at all, because this is the worst of all possible things for me, a militia and death sworn player. Because they're straight for AP two, and that's not good for death sworn. But there's also a veritable shit ton of shots and that's real bad for militia yeah because it's it's what 36 shots is the average roll i'll take your word for it uh yeah 10 d3 so 20 is the average there and then another 16 for the mandatory shots so 36 ignoring cover ignoring that aegis defense line that i'm sure you probably have somewhere or the terrain or or anything like that anything that you know that like, you normally put 
mortals in because you have to. Yeah, I, mortals will have a bad time against these guys. And I forget what Plasma Flame does, but I remember it being mildly upsetting. Allows it's you to re-roll, re-roll Overwatch. Uh, yeah, re-roll Overwatch. Right, yeah, that's real upsetting. <laughs> yeah. So even if you even if you charge them, they're going to hose you down. And uh, 36... God forbid is... there's a Scion of the Stormwing in with them. I can do this math if I can find my calculator fast enough. That's <laughs> <laughs> so many, so uh, many plasma shots. And phosphex bombs just for fun. So oh, yeah. it is tw- uh, nine hits on Overwatch on average. Eesh. 36 shots resulting in, you know, six normal, and then you get another three-ish with the reroll. So stick a console with uh, Stormwing for 75 points in there so they can Overwatch at BS2. Oh, no, I did the math mm. wrong. Uh, it's 11. Oh. The only thing that isn't immediately afraid of a squad of Dreadwings just showing up are probably demons. And really, no, that's only for still, a turn. They're still real concerned because it's weight of fire. Like, yeah, but it's no I mean, more it's deadly to them than it's no more deadly to demons than it is to uh, than bolters are. At least at first. I mean, you're not wrong there, except that there's just so many more shots coming in than if they had bolters. Well, what's the uh, what's the average? Worst of D3? case scenario, the average of D three is two. Uh, plus one. So that's three shots mostly. Yeah, okay, that's fair. And they will be close enough because they're mm-hmm. demons. They have to fight in combat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ha, suck a dick, custodians. Because <laughs> they this needed whip. to get hosed even harder. Yeah, just just in case you didn't think that nerf of custodians was nerf enough, uh, yep. take Dreadwing Interrupters and laugh your way to victory. No, no matter... How, no matter what custodian unit you've shot at them with interrupters, you've achieved a moral victory. Just in the act of shooting at them with that many plasma shots? Just the act of killing that many custodians. Uh, Yeah, so that's 11 hits in Overwatch. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you've, you've wounded, you've dealt four wounds to custodes on Overwatch on average with that squad. Mm. And there's three custodes, so congratulations, you've killed one. Unfortunate. Yeah. Pretty, pretty cruel. Yeah, and you're going to want that because these guys aren't really super awesome in hand-to-hand combat. No. Yeah, they've got, they've got swords, but that's it. they got swords, and the sergeant can't take artificer armor. You know, a lot of these guys can't take artificer armor. A lot of sergeants in these Dark Angels yeah. units, where the sergeants exist at all. Well, the Ignomani doesn't even have a sergeant, it, though. but yeah. they're a leadership, leadership 10. Yeah. So here's... The, the companions come with artificer armor stat, uh, stock. Mm-hmm. So here's something interesting, too. Uh, they have combat weapons and chainswords, but they don't have pistols. Yep. They have a so, plasma So they're burner. pretty Why much you stuck. Want a pistol? I mean... You, I mean, yeah, it's only the one attack. Yeah, they're pretty much stuck at one attack. Two for the Perfectus, and two if you're charging. They're obviously leaning heavily on their ranged weapons for everything. Obviously. With Plasma Flame, like I said, it's probably definitely worth putting a 75-point console in there with Stormwing. Just base. Yeah, because that's, uh, let's see, 12 hits. and, uh... And if you want to be froggy, just give him, you know, some combat weapons that might do something if that's, you have, are running into something with a... You don't need it. That's 16 hits at AP2 in Overwatch. Oh, God. 
average 10 man squad. AP2. Thank you. AP2. Welcome yeah. to the war crimes. Thanks for coming out, boys. Mm. Yep. Now, these guys do unfortunately have to compete with uh, Cenobiums and other elites. They do. So you're probably not going to take a lot of them. Unless you take them not, as troops. Unless you take them as troops. Yeah. All right. So which one of you guys want to handle oh, the. Speaking uh, of war I crimes, I am talking about this. No. I'm you doing did it. it. Y'all share. Y'all share. I would like to note something first before he starts. Yes. Uh, within the the circles of Warhammer, the various circles, uh, there is something that most frontline gamers, when I say frontline, I mean like heavy 30k, heavy 40k players, mm-hmm. uh, don't often see, and that is the Ink 28 like sphere of Warhammer. Mm-hmm. And if you're unfamiliar with it, it's kind of the the darker nooks and crannies of the galaxy that you don't see in these frontline games. And it's very, very freeform, very narrative-driven. Um, but a lot of cool Ink 28 stuff is like forbidden technologies and like just, by and large, unseen events, unseen people, unseen things. This next unit is plucked straight out of those dark crannies <laughs> of the galaxy and dark crannies of history. Uh, Austin, take it away. So this is the Iron Wing Excendio class battle automata, and it is an abomination. That which should not be yet is. It should not be. It defies one of the core tenets, not not just of imperial truth, but of humanities like golden rules. And you might ask yourself, Austin, in the grim darkness of the far future. Do we even have standards anymore? Yes, and these people are fucking with them. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a stretch to call them people. By people, I mean dark angels, but yes, it is a stretch. Also a stretch to call them people. <laughs> so, from the fluff, and you'll soon see the problem here. <clears throat> we'll point it out. Outside we'll point of the- it out. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll mention it when we get there. Don't you worry, dear listener. Yeah, if, if you don't notice it. A uh, few outside of the Iron Wings, most senior forge rights know anything of the Excindio class automata, towering metal behemoths cast in an inhuman mold and unleashed upon only the most intransigent of foes. A maelstrom of churning claws and gouts of arcane flame and radiation blasts, few formations can stand against one of these monstrosities once it is sent loose on the battlefield, for an Excendio does not understand mercy or restraint and... Unlike the coldly logical automata of the Mechanicum, he says, with foreshadowing, (laughs) it takes a vicious delight in the carnage it wreaks on the foe. And you might be asking yourself, dear listener, how does a robot with the brain of a literal rat that runs on a punch wafer card (laughs) take a vicious delight in anything? Well, indeed... Known only to the Dark Angels and the Emperor himself, these units are a far different breed to the clumsy automata of Mars and are based upon a suppressed Terran technological base. Each of the surviving Excendio is the tortured and neutered remains of a Dark Age artificial intelligence, the last of the dreaded Silica Animus changed chained to the service of mankind we will pause here for questions uh yes i have one question sir 
Why? What the fuck? What I'd like the to fuck, counteract Jesse? What are you, that with, what are you doing? I'd like to counteract that with why not? So why I, there's not? A, there's a whole good reason why not. There was a whole age named after why not. There was a golden age of technology, listeners. A golden age. And then mankind grew fat and lazy because they had abominable intelligence or AI uh, doing all of their shit for them. And then these men of iron turned upon humanity in a cataclysmic galactic war that almost drove humanity to extinction and required not only humans, but a multitude of Xenos races to band together to put them down. Uh, have, have you read Dune, dear listeners? The Butlerian Jihad, all that? This is that, only worse than that. Uh, and they're just hanging out in the basement. Uh, I mean, the basement base, the basement of the basement. I'd also still. like to mention that that uh, first sentence of the second paragraph does mention that the Emperor himself does know what's going on. So it's all good, guys. But this yeah, isn't fine. Well, but, but the problem with somebody. that is, is that this isn't an imperial rule. Thou shalt not make a machine with the mind of man. I think is that the is that the official. We didn't make it. It followed us home. Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, thou uh, shalt not make a machine to counterfeit a human mind that's the quote ladies and gentlemen that's the direct quote and that's not an imperial decree right this isn't one of those things that like well the emperor said it was cool so it is because he's the man in charge no this is one of the like underlying platforms of humanity this is why we have servitors in their trillions servo skulls why you have rat brains hooked up to all the shitty little computers that you're running around like (laughs) this is why there are like machine spirits and souls shackled to things it's so artificial intelligence isn't the thing pushing the buttons or running around on its own because it almost annihilated the galaxy almost annihilated the galaxy like chaos did like this is an equivalent threat in the eyes of the Imperium, to chaos. Only difference is, it's supposed to not be around anymore, Jesse. It's not even like a, sure, the Emperor also said not to do it, but even the Mechanicum, who will do basically anything if they can get away with it, won't do this. This isn't even rule one, this is rule zero. Yes, this is the rule upon which all other rules are built. And here they are, sitting in the Dark Angel's basement. Man. What is going on with you guys? I just... <sighs> yeah, so here here we go. Uh, the legends of these nightmarish terrors are still preserved in the tales of old night and the worst horrors of the Wars of Unity, and even in their current state, they are fearsome combatants. They are in the tales of old night and the horrors of Unity because they should not be... The Dark Angels preserve these malignant machine spirits in the depths of Caliban's hidden vaults and bring them forth to counter only the most abhorrent of threats on the most treacherous battlefields. Which, incidentally, could be any battlefield they're on because the Animasilicus is the most abhorrent of threats (laughs) and therefore makes it a treacherous battlefield. I said it. It bears noting that in the Black Book that we're reading out of Out of Crusade, um... These things are deployed, 
And when I say deployed, they're herded into, like, a whole bulkhead of the Invincible Reason's hull and then shot at the planet. Nobody even touches these things <laughs> to get them where they need to go. And then when that piece of the hull lands, it just opens up and who's ever around is in for a really, really bad time. It's true. Uh, I'm going to read the other side of the fluff because it's a two-page, a two-pager rule set. Uh, the big. other side, uh, from the redacted history of the Tarawat Augurs, ancient and vile, the Exindio is a sentience born from foul logic and fouler intent. Compared to the heretic constructs of the Onlos Kataf Catastrophica, to which it can scarcely be considered kin, the Exindio is untamable, wild with savage fury, and through its false life, delights in simple slaughter. So there's the heretic constructs of the Ordos Catastrophica, which for those of you that don't speak uh, bad Latin and or Greek, that's the order of catastrophe. <laughs> so the heretics that call themselves the order of catastrophe, uh, these guys are way worse than what they make. Yeah. And speaking of bad Latin, uh, anyone want to take a guess at what exendio is derived from? Ooh, do tell. It is derived from Latin exend, which just simply means destroy. Sounds pretty handy. And there's, according to the Black Book, <laughs> at least seven of them. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, they're 300 points each. Uh, weapon skill ballistic skill of five. But I will say you're not going to spend 300. You're going to spend a whole lot more. No, you're going to get you quite a bit of goodies. Uh, so weapon skill ballistic skill five. Strength six. Toughness seven. That's right. They're not armor valued, so you can't just one shot them. They're toughness seven. Uh, six wounds, which puts them Jesus. up there with the greater demons in the demons of the Ruinstorm list. Yeah. Uh, it's just uh, sense. Kabanda has eight, and he's the biggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, initiative four, four attacks, leadership 10, and a three-up save. Uh, the unit composition is one of these. They are a heavy support choice. They are monstrous creatures. Uh, they are equipped with two dreadnought close combat weapons, two manipulator arms, two combi bolters, and an internal refractor field, uh, which an internal refractor field has a five-up invul save. And should the model lose its last wound, then all models within D6 strength or D6 plus one suffer a strength five AP dash hit. Um, because buried in the thick armored thorax of each incendio is a complex refractor field linked to a series of breaching charges. <laughs> should the yeah. unit suffer critical damage or receive a coded signal from its Dark Angel's handlers, then the field's charge is inverted to detonate the explosives and tear the unit asunder. I can only assume that this is some sort of fail-safe mechanism uh, to stop battle damage from making them go rogue and murder everyone. You know, like they did when they brought down humanity's first star empire. Yeah. Um, but presumably those guys had similar things that didn't work. So It uh, bears noting this time for sure. This oh, is for, not the sure. only, oh my god, oh my god, kill it, kill it, kill it thing that is attached to these guys. Yes. Uh, an Insignio Battle Automata may exchange both a, 
a dreadnought close combat weapon and a manipulator arm so that reduces its base attacks by one four an athanax pattern phosphex canister launcher for 35 points and if you haven't heard that word before neither have i uh, it's range 18, strength 5, AP 2, heavy 1, 3-inch blast, barrage, poison 3-up, crawling fire, lingering death. So on top of a crime against humanity, we also add a war crime. Yes. Uh, you can then get, instead, uh, or in addition to, I guess, because you can swap a dreadnought arm for any of these things, a Terrenius pattern nerve induction shredder for 20 points, which just screams war crime, uh, 24-inch range, strength 1, AP 2, heavy 6, poison 4-up, penning ignores cover. Fuck. Heavy 6, poison 4-up, AP 2, pinning. And then ignores cover is just the swift kick in the balls afterwards. But that is unpleasant for 20 points. Yeah. Uh, a Magaron pattern... Atomantic Pulse Cannon for 30 points. Uh, 24 inches. Strength 8, AP 2, Heavy 3, Lance Shock Pulse. Lances for Eldar, Jesse. What sort of Xenos bullshit are you pulling here? That's not true. It's also for the Wolf Blade, which, oh no, oh. the Dark Angels have that too. Oh no, wait! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Lance, for those of you that don't know, because you're not dirty Xenos players... Uh, reduces or treats all armor values as AV-12. So strength 8, AP-2, heavy 3 against AV-12. Uh, and shock pulse I'm not familiar with. I, I Shock apologize. pulse inflicts uh, snapshots. Mm. Oh, yeah. good. Yeah, uh, if you get so, hit with it, you snap fire on vehicles. So this is, this is that thing that super they, heavies. I was about to say, this is the thing that they do to my, my poor Warhound when she's having a bad day. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, last uh, and potentially least, is the Scytheron Pattern Graviton Flux Projector for 20 points. That's a template. Strength asterisk AP2, uh, which means every single one of these weapons is AP2. It's Heavy 1, Graviton Collapse, Torsion cover, Crusher, No Cover Saves, Pinning. So not ignore cover, just straight up No Cover Saves. As yeah. unambiguous as possible, you don't get cover pinning. What is graviton collapse and torsion crusher? Torsion so, crusher is any penetrate, any hole points suffered as a result of this from this weapon are doubled. Oh. Graviton collapse is you instead of rolling against the armor value, you roll three d six. You add the results, and if they are, yeah, if they're higher, then it's a pin. If they equal then it's a... Uh... I, I, got the, I got the thing right here. Oh, good. Graviton Collapse. Instead of rolling to wound normally with this weapon, any model caught in its blast oh, must instead yeah. roll equal to or under their strength on 2d6 or suffer a wound. Any targets with an armor value roll 3d6 for armor penetration instead. After the Graviton Pulse weapon has been fired, leave the blast mark in place. This area is now counts as both difficult and dangerous terrain for the next turn thanks to Gravity Flux. Well. Yep. Yep. Fuck. Uh, so yeah, maybe not least. I find um, it interesting. It says no I, cover saves as a rule instead of just ignores cover. <laughs> they want to be very specific. <laughs> it, yeah. it doesn't just ignore the cover. You get no cover. And Nothing can save you from this abomination. 
Torsion Crusher uh, doubling up on hull points suffered as a result of this weapon does not, as a note, apply only to the immediate damage done. If you roll some other source of hull point damage from vehicle damage, that is also doubled. So this will just run straight through those uh, lighter super heavies. Yeah, the only other... Where'd you read uh, that at? It's the, um, this is the Torsion Crusher and Graviton Collapse both come from the Leviathan uh, Graviton weapon, oh. which is in book six, the, the Gravflux Bombard. Mm. Yep. See, for Fun here times. it says in the, I got the... It might have been FAQ'd by now. It but. says here, when a target with an armor value is struck by this weapon, the amount of whole point damage caused by the weapon is doubled. Yes. <clears throat> So you're saying mm. that if it takes more damage from other stuff, it also doubles it? Yeah, I think if you rolled that yeah. D3, so if you, it'd if be you, 2D3. If you penetrate the with result. Torsion Crusher, right, and you do the penetrating hit, you lose two whole points, one from just getting penetrated, one from Torsion Crusher, and then you roll again for vehicle damage, and you get... Um, the, the results are kind of few and yeah, far between. Yeah, but this is only heavy one, though. Yes, so you're only going to roll once. Yeah, you, yeah, because mm -hmm. you only get one shot. Um, but if I think like if a weapon is destroyed and you lose another weapon, or you lose your last weapon, or you're immobilized and you suffer immobilized, you take extra hole points. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Those are also doubled. Yeah. Okay. And like Austin said, if you do it to a super heavy, and you get explodes and you suffer more hole points. Ah. Uh -huh. Those are suffered doubled. double those whole points. Have uh -huh. yourself a bad time. I mean, yep. Technically, that does seem to read that way. Yeah, two d six is better than one. Or one d six is two d three is better than one d six. There we go. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I guess it'd be one d three twice, right? Yes. Either way, it's horrible. Better than one d six. And then I... those manipulator arms, uh, which it has two of, unless you swap one and dreadnought weapon for the things you've been talking about. Are plus one strength, which makes it strength seven. Uh, AP two, melee, unwieldy, shred, severing, cut. Uh, which, for some reason, is the least offensive thing on this page. <laughs> Christ. Yeah, that's... Uh, don't monstrous creatures ignore unwieldy for the sake? It, they do, yes. Okay. They, huh. Yeah. I mean, know. it's on there because manipulator arms are a fairly standard thing. Gotcha. Right. The servo arms are, but manipulator arms are different. Yeah, but they're they're around on other things, on other mech things. Are they? Mm-hmm. Again, I know servo arms are, but manipulator arm? Yeah. Because it's just the long tentacly ones, right? Well, those are mechadendrites. Yeah, unless they're the big ones that are trying to beat you to death. Well, those are servo claws, or anabaric claws. But they don't have claws on the end. Uh. <laughs> Actually, I don't see the, the machine god. Oh, well, maybe. Maybe it's knows? gargantuan creature. I don't know. Uh, so Regardless, it's, something. It, they, they can still shoot twice per yeah. turn. Yeah. yeah. At any rate. Uh, so then we come to the core of why Steven and I, a loyalist and a traitor, are so upset with Jesse. Uh, a Dark Angels player. A Dark Angels player. <laughs> for having these things on the field, and that is shackled artificia. 
Uh, no blundering automata are these, but shackled, self-aware artificial intelligences akin to the silica animus so feared by the Mechanicum and humanity and all the races in the universe except the Tau, which, since they're still banging rocks together at this point, means just all the races of the galaxy. Uh, each is a unique devil out of ancient legend and blood-soaked myth. Killers and tyrants out of old night, taken by the warriors of the Emperor, chained in his service, and given over to the First Legion for safekeeping. Now, we should pause here. Killers and tyrants. Which means that it's some of these were in charge there. of things. And presumably, if they got free, could be in charge of things again. It's not... It's not what we want. It's not what we want, Jesse. Certainly not. Uh, the Exindio are kept under control by a crude severing of their logic stacks. You know what? Artificial <laughs> intelligence really has a hard time getting around crude things. Well-known yeah. fact, Skynet. Yeah. Uh, a brutal truncation of that once limitless consciousness that keeps it bound to a single processing unit we hope, and act akin to the blinding and deafening of any mortal scholar, because blind and deaf scholars are well known to not have peerless wisdom and sit alone on top of mountains. Still, each retains a phenomenal, if disturbingly inhuman, intelligence and is watched constantly for any sign of insubordination, except that they're kept in the basement and no one knows they're there. Like, are these things... Watched constantly by <laughs> like... one person is still being watched. Yeah, but are, where are they now? Are they hanging out in the bottom of the rock? Hopefully not. Did they not. escape when Caliban, spoiler alert, breaks into pieces? We don't know. I don't know. All I know from this is that an Exendio is incredibly intelligent. Yeah. Incredibly dangerous. Mm-hmm incredibly mutilated and incredibly aware of those previous three facts. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It uh, knows what you have done to it. And, and it I can't away. imagine it. It's happy. And it schemes. It schemes. It yes. schemes. Yes. So of all the things that watch and know these watch and know the second most. What watches and knows the most? He who watches and he who knows. It's true. Uh, so this special rule is actually just a cover for a lot of other special rules. Uh, fearless adamantium will, fire protocols, machine creature, and cybernetic resilience, which are part of the cybernetic cortex special rules of the Mechanicum Tegmata army list. Uh, note that despite similarities to the cybernetic cortex special rule, models with shackled artificius special rule are not affected by cyberthergy or any other rules that target models with the cybernetic cortex special rule because they don't have a rat brain hooked up to them they're quantum supercomputers yeah. that should be put down immediately yeah i can't imagine if russ found out about this oh <laughs> russ would be so angry he would have a vengeful rage russ can you like how i say i it's fine <laughs> You like how I segued into that? Because their next special good. rule is Vengeful Rage, which doesn't bode well for anybody. <laughs> At the end of any turn in which this model suffers one or more unsaved wounds, roll a d6. On a score of a 1, the unit enters a Vengeful Rage and must abide by all the following resist 
restrictions during every phase of each following turn for the remainder of the game. Uh, I can see where this is coming. I haven't actually read these rules yet, <laughs> dear listeners. Um, so here we go, together, discovering what happens when you roll a one for Vengeful Rage. Oh, no. While in a Vengeful Rage, the Exindio <laughs> may be targeted as though it were an enemy model by friendly units. Jesse, I thought you said this couldn't happen. We're fine. We're fine. During the, move, during the movement phase, the model must move towards the nearest visible unit, friendly or enemy. If no unit is visible or more than one unit is equidistant to the unit, then the controlling player may move the model toward an enemy unit of the controlling player's choice. During the shooting phase, the model must target the nearest unit, friendly or enemy, with all available weapons. Uh, if two units are equally close, then the controlling player may choose which will be targeted, which obviously points out to the fact that the Dark Angel's crude truncating is unbeatable. <laughs> <clears throat> During the assault phase, the model must declare a charge targeting the nearest visible unit, friendly or enemy, uh, same thing, two units equally close, controlling player can choose. If this unit succeeds in charging a friendly unit, it will proceed to attack them in the fight subphase, treating them as an enemy unit for the duration of the combat. The fuck, Jesse? <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. We you just talked about this. We just talked about never this. Never happens, never happens. He's got a three-up armor save. You're never going to have to roll a d6. <laughs> Artificia kill switch. This sounds... Better, because <laughs> it should be switch. That switch should be flicked immediately. <laughs> Always mindful of the devious and hideous power of their artificial charge, artificia charges, mm -hmm. except when they're in a vengeful rage. The dark angels ensure that whenever one is deployed to a battlefield, they have a means to curb their homicidal tendencies before they endanger the wider battle or cause harm to friendly units, which they are clearly capable <laughs> and willing to do. Oh, yes. Willing and able. Any tech marine. Oh, so here's the first flaw in this plan. <laughs> Any tech marine or forge lord with the Legionis and Forge Lords. <laughs> yeah. With the Legion of the Stardust Dark Angel special rule, may take a kill switch for five points. So not only do you need a Tech Marine or Forge Lord that you weren't taking to begin with, you gotta dump an extra five points on them. <laughs> a model equipped with a kill Insulting switch. Insulting is what it is. <laughs> a model equipped with a kill switch may inflict D6 wounds on a friendly model with the Shackled Artificia special rule. They have six wounds. They can have five before they go crazy. This is not guaranteed <laughs> to put them down. And it gets worse because they only inflict these as long as they are within 12 inches. That's an awfully small number of inches to be next to a homicidal charging murder <laughs> robot. Yeah, that probably means that the tech marine is the first thing it goes after. Or he's dicking around with your rapier batteries way the hell away from everything. No, no, it's fine. He's got a small posse of a blade of ablative servitor right. wounds. It's fine. The it's all right. Can't kill all of them. No saves of any kind may be taken against these wounds, because that's real important. This counts as a shooting attack, which means you're not shooting at somebody else. You're doing this. If the use of an artificia kill switch causes a friendly unit to be removed from play, then the opposing player gains no victory points for its destruction. Just well, that's just satisfying <laughs> and comforting 
that if you manage to put down the artificial intelligence abomination to all sentient life in the galaxy, your opponent doesn't get a victory point. Because that's what we're about Hey, we're back to Covenant of Death in a roundabout sort of way. (laughs) Jesus wept. No, he didn't. Because he's he not real, did. according to the imperial truth. And hey, good. if you don't kill it the first time, you just all wait the for good your next Catholic boys. Phase. Just wait for your next shooting phase to yeah. roll another d six. You're good. Y- you can totally survive being within twelve inches of this thing for two turns. You can, as long as there's something closer. But it counts as a shooting attack, which means if it's in combat with you, <laughs> you're fucked. Well, you don't get charged by an Exendio, I guess. I. St- I don't don't bring it's art, a, uh, don't bring abominable intelligence to the battlefield. This is what you do, that? Austin. Austin. That's the starting Austin, point. This is what you do. You just take a Deathwing companion attachment and put it onto around your uh, tech marine, and then you're fine. You're good to go. No, but no, he's no, not can't. a praetor, so you can't. <laughs> you can't. You oh, can't do it. We're screwed. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're screwed. Yeah. You, Although I do like that it's all. not a one-time thing. So like the tech marine is just ramming his power armored <laughs> fist into that button over and over and over again. But you can have three of them. <laughs> just, holy fuck, Jesse! What are you doing? I'm bringing two of them. That's what I'm doing. Oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. And if it wasn't bad enough, they cause fear. Well, naturally. I mean. Also, I don't know if any of this is pointed out. They have a hatred. Everything. For everything. You know what else I had, has a hatred? I had parentheses, that. everything, exclamation mark. Necron Ooh. destroyers. Because <laughs> those oh. guys, they're, they're a paradigm of sanity. The other artificial intelligence, which isn't even really artificial intelligence. They had the decency to be downloaded into their robot body. Yeah, yeah. I take normal, nice perfect human beings and i cram demons into them all right that's my legion's thing and And i am offended by the presence of this machine oh and i we we did miss some stuff uh getting into their war crime equipment so the battle automata may exchange both its combi bolters for two grav guns two irad cleansers or two plasma repeaters, 10 points for the grav guns, 20 for the rest. And it can take up to 200 killer missiles just in case you wanted to give your sentient abomination an infinite range weapon. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. Hunter killer missiles never hit anything. So I, that, it's that's BS5. why it has two. It's BS5. Uh, I have. It's not fucking around. Look, I, I had dreadnoughts that were BS5 and just hunter killer missiles into the sky. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's because they had a meat sickle inside of them. <laughs> can we all, can we all take a step back and realize that this thing would be hilarious to play? Oh, it's hilarious atrocious. for the Dark Angels players. Yeah, certainly. yeah. this is like I, it will become my moral imperative. Fuck the game. The fate of the galaxy is at stake. These <laughs> okay. things need to be extinct oh, in the future in mega battles. I'm just going to bring like as many as I can fit. So and just so you're just going just to run a list of men of iron is what what I'm. So hearing. here's the thing is like you've, okay so they're heavy support so you've only got three right unless you run yeah. the onslaught force org mm-hmm. maximum exendio all the time uh, and yeah you throw in you know your minimum HQ and two troops and you can still get under two thousand points yeah oh exendio and what would that time, minimum XQ what would that minimum HQ be, Jesse? Probably a 
the lion just why not yeah it's point? not a fucking tech marine is it jesse <laughs> you're already it's, playing fast and loose it's wild to me that the lion doesn't have an artificial kill switch <laughs> he's got guys for that i got a big sword for that it'll be fine <laughs> that's true his artificial kill switch is a giant sword says the yeah. lion moments so, before being swarmed under by six of these bastards so four attacks five on the charge Plus, uh, uh, call it three because you're gonna you're gonna swap one attack out for right. a, a war crime. Okay, for at least one war crime. Uh, so six attacks on the charge. Uh, f- five. Five. We'll say five. Five, five. five yeah. at at least strength seven, with hatred. Mm-hmm. Hitting most things on three. Mm-hmm. Hitting death sworn on four. Uh huh. Can it kill the Death Sworn and not get killed back? Because uh, one of these war crime guns is definitely going to go into those Death Sworn. It's true. Um, Nerve induction shredder is probably a decent one. Poison four up AP two, heavy six. Honestly, I would, I would I think go with the, the Phosphex canister launcher if I'm killing Death Sworn. I'm not sure. I, oh, no, it's I only might... one blast. Never mind. Yeah, uh, I think the flux yeah. projector might be the way to go with the, the flux one. Oh, because of the template. the template. Yeah. Yeah, if you're that close to charging, uh, you're going to use a template uh, weapon anyway. Well, so the, the... I don't know. And it can fire it in Overwatch, right? That's probably the way to do it. No. Well. I mean, it's a monstrous creature. Yes. Yeah. It's a template, so you get wall of death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the thing about the graviton flux bombard is that people's immediate instinct is to use it on vehicles because it's a graviton weapon, mm-hmm. but where it really shines is just deleting blobs of infantry. Yeah, because so strength let's four think on about two. This. Uh, yeah, rolling is it less than four on two d six? I forget how this yeah. <laughs> that works. But, it's a but let's assume two d six. I think. Yeah. Let's assume that six death sworn get into it right because they're going to get the jump on it if it's got the flux projector. Right, if you're if you're playing your your game right, uh, so it's take they've taken some plasma repeater, uh, they're gonna get the wall of death with the AP two. So let's say six get in, uh, it's gonna kill four of them probably, which means you have six thunder hammer attacks, and math is hard sixteen power axe attacks. To kill this thing. And the axes are wounding on sixes? And the thunder hammer's on threes. That's iffy. That's real iffy. Yeah, I'm oh, not power sure. Power is what? Strength six? Uh, strength five. Oh, 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 that's right. Plus right? one. That's right. Yeah. Not plus two. Uh,. Yeah, I, I don't know if I like my odds there. Like, if all ten of them get in, or like eight <laughs> of them get in, dead, gone, fine. Um, but, like, half a squad goes into it, I don't know if they come out. <laughs> Six wounds, man, that's the problem. Because you hit it with a stasis grenade, so five wounds, but still. Hmm. <sighs> Nevertheless, it is their sworn duty to the galaxy, not even to mankind, but to the galaxy, to put one of these things down if possible. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, they will eventually. The only thing that I'm not 
the only thing that kind of disappoints me about the Exendio is that Vengeful Rage doesn't make it any killier. Like, it just... How much you just can't control where it goes it? anymore. But it doesn't get, like, rage or extra attacks or anything. I mean, it already has Rampage. Isn't that just rage on steroids? Oh, man, I didn't even notice it has Rampage. It's <laughs> yeah. always outnumbered. Steven. Oh, it might be able to kill the Death Sworn. Uh, yeah. Because it gets no, those extra saying. attacks anytime it's, it's outnumbered. It's not... Yeah, it's not... Uh. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need to buy some plasma plans. cannon. Automata. <laughs> I tell you, for a long time, I thought one of the best, like, big stompy robots in the heresy was the the maragal but nope. uh this thing is well, five points cheaper than a maragal and way better got toughness value yeah yeah uh, and it's a t7 so it's not affected by the negative one to hit no it doesn't mind this a dark yeah. angel with instant death swords oh it's only yeah it is only three up you can get you can get murdered by a tyrannic greatsword great sword in there, just in case. That's better than a kill switch. So that's why you have tyrannic greatswords. <laughs> yeah, that's it wasn't for reason. killing. It's not for killing chaos spawn. It's for killing Exendio. Yeah, it's for running around with crimes against the galaxy. You think this sword was for you? No, 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 no. This sword is for what we have. <laughs> just in what case. What do you mean, what you have? Shh, 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 shh. No, no clickety, more questions. Quickly, quickly. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Say we've. Uh, We've run a whole lot longer than I was expecting with these units. So, with that being said, we're gonna we're gonna call it a night tonight. Finish this episode up. First and foremost, thanking all our patrons, starting with our Praetor tier: Alex Self, Chris Mack, Jacob Dillon, Jason, or uh, Alex Self, Chris Mack, Jacob Dillon, Garner Tree of Woe, Joe from Music City Heresy, Matthew Boyce, Mr. Baldwick, and Nicholas Quenga. Our Legion Centurion tier: Andrew N, Angry Boy, John Christensen. M. Tanzer, Queen Corswain, Scott LeMay, the original Applesauce, and Black Label Painting. And finally, our Legion Sergeant Tier, Aaron Maynard, Duncan, Emily O'Hare, Garrett Lowe, and Nick Gillen. Thank you all so much. We definitely appreciate your patronage, and it helps us continue to make these episodes, which we really enjoy doing. Me especially right now. Next episode, we're going to do the independent characters and the rights of war. And we'll wrap it up part three. So until next time, listeners, keep those dice rolling. Be safe, and we'll see you next time. Bye for now. Adios. Bye. Thanks for listening to another podcast from the Remembrancers Retreat. If you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving a rating on iTunes or Apple Podcasts. You can also find our swag store at teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash RR30K podcast. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at RR30K podcast. You can follow us on Instagram at Remembrancers underscore retreat. You can also visit our website RR30K.com for podcast updates and the Battlefleet Heresy Compendium. You can also leave us a voicemail for us to play on a future podcast at 1929-437-3791. That's 1929-HERESY1. And you can also leave us an email at the Retreat at gmail.com. 
Thanks again.